we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. the only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada, and I'm here with my co-host, <laughs> Matthew McFarland. It freaks me out when you switch up the intro. I don't know why. Did I do? I usually say just Eddie. Yeah, he goes. This is Eddie Estrada. We go. My name is Eddie Estrada. It was very formal. I'm feeling and this very, is not formal. Like, I'm feeling very journalist today. Why is it the rain? It's, it's the raining rain. today in New York, y'all. The rain makes me silly. Yeah, we're having. <laughs> Rain, rain, make a silly. No, please. Okay. It's too early for you to be singing right now. <laughs> I did. I've been doing yoga every morning, so I feel like you just are so... on quite the wellness journey, and it's honestly great. Like I'm not trying to, you, you know, know, bust yeah, your I'm, balls. I'm but... sober, inspired by Craig, uh-huh. not Craig, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Craig is not no, sober. No, Craig looks like garbage, and we'll He's talk been about drinking that. A lot. He looks terrible, but we'll talk have, about. That have later. I told you that Bravo has? They have these lunchtime with Bravo videos on the Bravo app where you can watch people having lunch, just no. full on eating. Oh, was that the soup thing that you were talking about? No. <laughs> so, yeah, there's one with Heather from Salt Lake, and she's eating literally a chicken like meatball sandwich, like a meatball Ugh. parm sandwich. God it's bless incredible. Her. And like salt and vinegar chips. It's brilliant. Marge from Jersey goes to McDonald's, and they like blur it all out, but she's literally eating McDonald's in her car in a parking lot. It's amazing. <laughs> Craig orders like a full like meat and cheese platter, like soup, like what? a full bottle of wine and is like drinking that at lunch. And I'm like, that's why Craig He's going to have a heart head. attack in 10 years. He needs to calm it down. But. Oh, yes. Lord. But yeah, I'm also doing yoga every morning. I'm doing my athletic greens. I'm working out every day as well. I feel very amplified. That's I great. Guess you you're feel, you're, yes, I, I, I feel that. Which like, is why. The, your aura is very sparkly, which is great. Oh, thank you. You can see my aura. Yeah. Call up Heather. Yeah. No, no Whitney. <laughs> trying yeah. to cleanse it. Cleansing my aura. Um, but yeah, w- this was such a wonderful week on so many levels. I just found myself laughing hysterically at everything that we watched this week. I am so happy that New Jersey is back. It was such a good first episode. I forgot how much I love these ladies. I I do think that not everyone on that cast is 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 dealing with a full box of crayons, but it's okay. I think it adds to the show. Have they have they ever? There was no one on that no, show. No, but I just it, forgot. You know, I forgot that they're not all the sharpest tools in the shed, but I love them and they're wonderful and I'm so glad to, to have them all back in my life. But it was such a good, you know, first you know, episode. I'm excited to get into it. You know, what was wild to me was that Gia was bartender on Watch What Happens Live and did a shot ski. Everyone was talking about it online, but like just the fact that we've seen her grow from like a child to now this grown woman who I honestly think it has the most crayons in all of the boxes. Oh, 100%. No, she's got her shit together. I, I'm obsessed. And Jackie, too. Like, Jackie is is the, well, you know. She's, yeah, she's smart. She's very smart. She's got her <laughs> wits about her. Not saying the other ladies aren't smart. No, they but just, you know. They, in other ways. They don't think before they speak. Yes. As a collective. We'll get into Jersey, though, because we've got a lot to say about this episode. Yes, but we want to talk just about a little bit of Bravo news before we start. Yes. Well. Go for it. It's all legal stuff, you know. That's all we've when got with Bravo. When is it not Bravo. these days? We're we're all going to jail on Bravo. <laughs> so everyone was freaking out because Erica Jane Girardi's 
uh, case was dismissed. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, it's gone. She's off scot-free. But it was dismissed in a certain court, and it's being moved to California where the jurisdiction is going to – they think they can actually have full jurisdiction over prosecuting her. Prosecuting. <laughs> it's a cute little prosecution. Um, <laughs> I'm, it's going to be like this You're little episode just I know. I know. I just okay. be I put prepared, my y'all. On. We're fine. We're good. But basically, Bravo has provided the – I guess, prosecution, Houston, I keep saying it like cutie, with some unaired footage, and they think they have a case against her that she knew what Tom was doing, and she used the funds for her own advantage and well-being, and that they think they could put her away. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Again, my thoughts really haven't changed. I think that she's going to get off scot-free. I think this is a tactic to scare her a little bit, to get her to cooperate more. So that they could put Tom away. I think they really want to get Tom in jail. I think they want to put him away and they want him to be punished for what he's done. And I think this is just a way to get Erica to fully cooperate. But I think she's going to walk away from this hands clean. Well, you know that they had big drama when they were, I think, in Aspen this last week. They were filming and Erica and Dorit left the trip (gasps) because evidently there was like name calling and they're really... Lisa Renna and others, I guess Lisa's like, you know, heading this charge, but they're really putting her Erica's feet to the fire and being like, you said one thing. We're learning more stuff now. What's the truth? What's not? I guess Dorit and Erica have gotten buddy buddy. So they kind of left. But I guess Erica was doing some name calling. Evidently, Kathy Hilton commented on uh, (laughs) Paris or someone, her husband's Instagram being like, help. If you can see this, Rick, (laughs) get me out now. In full Kathy form. Hilton is like a warm blanket on a winter's day. It's Uh, just. Paris in Love finale happened where she got married. And I guess it was amazing. And people are saying that if you even didn't watch the whole series, just watch that episode. So I'm itching to watch it. Because I started it. I mean, there is a moment where Nicole Richie and her are taking photos at the wedding. And, you know, after their whole relationship, the off and on. It made me teary. I just seen that on Instagram. And they're, they're, they're like. Silly and Billy, you know, Silly oh, and Bill, and they're singing Sana Sun. And, and <laughs> Paris goes, That was going to maybe be my wedding song. Like, Sana Sun. Oh it's God. just so beautiful. But I wonder if they played Stars. Uh, and what is it called? That, stars are blind. Yeah, stars are blind. Maybe they played that. Maybe it would be great if that was their first dance. I think. I I want to say. I think Kim Petra sang one of her songs, like a acoustic version of one of her songs. Okay, we need to maybe watch this. And that's that's the rumor that I heard. Yeah, I think it's something we need to watch. But. Speaking of other Bravo news, Elizabeth Vargas was held captive in her home by her most recent ex, a 33-year-old who was extorting her for cars and money. Wait, what? Yes. It was a flash in the pan news that I saw. It literally happened like two days ago. But she was, uh, you know, she has like a lot of money from her ex and her own business, I guess, when she started. Oh, I completely had forgotten about her, but... She yeah. found a way back into the to the news. I mean, is this her play to get back in the show? I mean, not. No, no, no like, we're, we're kidding. Totally we're kidding, joking. But this like, is probably like terrifying. That's but yeah. horrible. Some, what is with, I mean, between Dorit and now Elizabeth, like people are being held <sighs> at gunpoint. <laughs> well, I'm very nervous to see the Dorit story play out on Bravo because that was like right when they started filming that, that break in happened. And I'm, it's going to be, it's going to be a rough watch, but that's all in the future. Yes. Yeah, let's we talk about the present. Let's talk about the present. What do you want to start with? Can today? we start since it's fresh off, you know, you know, fresh off its, you know, first episode. Let's start with New Jersey. Let's do Jersey. Well, like uh, Jennifer's daughter said, for Halloween, you could be someone who is botched. 
Let's just start with the nose because oh. I mean, we are not okay. Let's be real. I'm not trying to be mean. I've thought about plastic surgery myself. I don't think I'm going to do it because this is what I'm nervous is going to happen to me. Yes. I mean, again, if it makes you feel good about yourself and it, it's something that you want to do and you have the means cosmetic or aesthetic go surgery, a hundred percent, go for it. I like a hundred percent support that. I just think that Jennifer is such a beautiful woman. She, and yeah. I, I don't know why I don't understand why no one said you're really going to go to Turkey from a and guy get, you met off Instagram and get your nose done. And she just, and maybe she left the band on bandage on too long and it set wrong, but it looks horrible. And it's just so upsetting because she is such a beautiful woman. And I don't know why she felt the need to do that. And I don't know why Bill would let her do that. Like you've already done work on her and I know she was a difficult patient, but Oh my God, like why did you let her do that? I mean, I it, this oh. is fixable. I'm gonna be. I hate to say, it, but it's fixable because it, the scoop is just too deep. It's like it it's looks a little Cindy Lou Who. Yes. It's, oh god. So it's very easy to fix if she wants to fix it because it's just a little bit of like filler that you're gonna put in the bridge, and then it will just you know it will make the it will straighten it out a little bit more so it's not as scoopy. But if this is the look she wants, go for it. But I was with the rest of the ladies. It just is like like them being like, I gotta get a closer look. I'm gonna do a drive by and like, like walking through. So mean. I mean, here's the thing. It's like I understand where you know Margaret and Melissa and Jackie are coming from in terms of why they're like we're gonna keep Jenna at arm's length because she went rogue at the reunion and she said some terrible things on Instagram and after. went after us and our husbands and our families like we gotta keep her like on the on the cooler but I also feel for Jen being like you know what I I, I they all know that she's going through a lot with her husband behind the scenes yeah especially Margaret Margaret yeah. knows a lot more than what she's saying and it's just I, I kind of took on, you know, Jackie's point of view where I don't like seeing her upset and crying. She's clearly in pain and she needs friends right now because she has none. And even Je- Jennifer said, like, I'm close with Dolores and Teresa right now, but I, I feel more of a kinship with you guys. And it sucks that this is happening. And I know I said some shit. I wish that when Margaret had come over, she had been able to keep her cool and just apologize. <laughs> it's Margaret. She, but <laughs> Margaret knows how to... Margaret knows how to stand her ground and give just the right. Ooh, and I mm, love Margaret for that. But Jen doesn't know how to handle it, and Jen just starts to go off and spin. And I'm I didn't. I'm sorry. I just died when. When Margaret was like, your husband fucked the office manager, everyone knows. And she goes, it wasn't the office manager. It was the fucking pharmaceutical rap, you idiot. It was just. It was so. It was such a moment. I was like, Jen handled that beautifully. I got to say, because it's like, <laughs> it's like, if you're going to talk, get your facts straight, bitch. But it also breaks my heart because I had forgotten that there were cheating allegations a season or two ago. And it, I guess we're really based on the preview that started that started the episode. I I really do think that Jen and Bill's marriage is about to disintegrate. Well, also, she doubled down on the anti-cheating against everyone else and how like and then when they showed that package of her being like, you know, people who do affairs, people who cheat like mm-hmm. and just going deep. And I think it's because of her own insecurities. Oh, and I, I think that's why she got the nose job. And I think that's why she's gotten so much work done is because she probably looks at the woman that Bill was with and was like, that's not me. That's what Bill wants instead of me. And it, that's hard. That's so hard. And. I've I've enjoyed Bill on the show. Uh, these these cheating um, statements, notwithstanding, because like obviously I don't support that whatsoever. But Bill's not a catch. He's got lots of money, but Bill's not like anything to write home about. Like with all due respect, 
I just, I, I feel for Jen because her kids are yeah. the most important thing to her. Her family is already going through a lot of turmoil with her mom. It's, I, I really, I don't excuse Jen's, you know, behavior because saying all that stuff about Melissa, Jackie and Margaret again, not cool, but yeah. I'm glad that Jackie was able to sort of see through all that and kind of, I think Jackie's going to be the bridge that brings maybe the women back together. Granted, Melissa and Jen put their hands on each other later this season. So we'll see how long that lasts. But that was very interesting to watch this week. Very. Um, Before we get into anything else, did you happen to catch the Melissa Gorga Marry Me commercial? (gasps) I am so glad you brought that up. I didn't catch the whole thing. I skipped past uh, once the opening line. Yes. Oh, my God. My spirit (laughs) sister. sister. (laughs) I skipped right after that. But same. I died because they do I mean Melissa does give J-Lo vibes. she is a hundred percent Jennifer Lopez's spirit sister but yeah right after she said oh my god my spirit sister I was like I'm not watching this movie again I, big guffaw and then I skipped it but, and I'm saying movie because the trailer shows the entire and movie even though this has nothing to do with Bravo <laughs> the, the the amount of money put into the marry me like pl- like campaign is insane like every movie we've seen what in the is past this thing six too? months there has yeah every movie we've seen in the past six months there's been a preview every single show that we watch like whether it's drag race whether it's housewives but i mean i guess they're trying to really reach their demographic which is like women and lgbtqia um but I the ad campaign the money put into this JLo is really trying to move this movie forward and what makes me nervous is I mean I'm a bit of a movie buff and I know you notice when when reviews are embargoed when they don't come out until the very last minute it's not a good sign for the movie. They're trying to keep them under wraps because they don't want people to see a Rotten Tomatoes review, and see a Rotten go. score, and not go. Um, well, I mean, I Owen mean, Wilson I, has had his day. Let's say that. And as Sarah well. Silverman, I I adore you. I worship you. And they must have written a huge check for you to be in this movie. I'm 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 sorry, but I am so tempted to see the movie now. I have don't, to. but they don't. I mean, hey, it's worked. I'm like, I have to see this garbage fire. Well, it's play on. Out. It's going to be on Peacock, so we don't have to go to the theaters. Ooh, it's going to be on Peacock. Yeah, they're that's, releasing it okay, exclusively again, on Peacock. <laughs> Another not good sign. <laughs> um, so I guess the other big thing that happened this week, well, is, there's two. Okay, that we got the new. Introduction of Tracy Johnson and Tiki Barber. They're so cute. Yeah, it was long rumored that they were going to be on the show, and I'm glad that she addressed the their relationship up front from the get go. Well, they have to. Yeah, that was the big story. Was like he his wife was eight months pregnant with their child. They have four children together, and then he left to be with Tracy. They now have two kids. I'm glad that it's kind of being brought up at the beginning, so that's not going to be a storyline, which means there's got to be something else that's going to come through with them. I loved Margaret being like. Tiki, my dog's named after you. Oh Hilarious. my god! Like Margaret. Just, oh, oh, and real quick, since we're on Margaret, the only other thing I want to say about her is her house looks ridiculous. It's so Margaret. I love her. I'm all about it. But like, I would, I would never, ever. The wall. Oh my god, the wallpaper alone makes me want to jump off a bridge. Like it's just so bad. But good for her for finishing it. I'm glad yeah. that it's done. I'm glad that we don't have to worry about it anymore because it made me nervous how long that was taking. Yeah. Not nearly as long as Heather Dubrow's house, but at least Heather Dubrow's house it was a magnificent. Minute. Yeah. Heather Dubrow's house is gorgeous. Gorgeous. The, uh, Marge, you keep doing your thing. Whatever works for you. Whatever makes you happy. Let's talk about Louie. Uh, so Teresa and Everybody Louis, loves Louie. 
What is that from? It's from Sunny in the Park with George. Oh. For my musical theater nerds out there. I mean, I'm like, huh? What? A musical? But, <laughs> but, so Teresa and Louis are moving in together. The girls are, like, not really that stoked about it, but they're supporting their mother, which is nice And they to do see. like Louis, but again, Gia, good head on her shoulders, goes, it's only been a year, Mom. Yeah, okay. chill out. Yeah, there's still a lot to learn about you know him I think it's going to be interesting that there's going to be a boy in the mix that one of the sons is actually going to move in with the girls but very interesting but the one's 20 and then the other one's like still in high school so it totally makes sense but I think that's going to totally change like the lives of those those three girls because she is out of the house we have I mean they're gonna have to watch their privacy now which like is kind of a bummer because like they probably would be able to do whatever they want whenever they want well wanted. that's what they were saying Teresa was outside tanning the biker she's like well that's not gonna change well she like, is oh, like I'm not changing my lifestyle like we're I'm not I'm sorry I'm just not doing it I'm like yeah good for you girl like that's BS we love to see it but the whole thing about this is this video with Louie but I just want to say I think the video is a cover because they can't talk about the allegations that he has against him on camera because he has some serious allegations about like sexual abuse, sexual harassment, Ooh. abuse against his like mental, physical, everything abuse against his ex girlfriend or wife. Yeah. And I think this video and the video is so weird. He's so gross. There's a lot of red flags. It's kind of their way to like talk about it without talking about it because yeah, the video is weird as hell and it's like all very these, weird. It looks like a, like almost like a men's rights, like weird toxic masculine, like camp that they are like, you're the man you got to take charge for what you've done and you've got to apologize and we're all going to get shirtless on the beach and like, beat each other and just like I don't know when it's he invited so Joe Gorga and Joe was like I'm good bro and if Joe Gorga's saying no you know something's wrong because Joe Gorga yeah. was talking about jacking off his dog oh my god in a comedy yes routine. real quick let's just like address the fact that these men think that they're hilarious enough to do stand up um absolutely not no 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 um but I do think that I do agree that Joe even though I may not have brought up Joe Giudice at all, I get why Joe said that because anything else is putting gasoline on a fire. It was the perfect response. Yeah. Truly, because he didn't answer the question. It was a little deflected. bit of a joke. He yes. deflected because, I mean, I, I, I think in hindsight, Teresa will look at that and go, you know what? I'll take it. I did her being like, I love that. And Dolores was like, no, you don't. Yeah, I'm all, yeah, I'm all, I gotta say, like, even though I don't love Teresa being all deny, deny, deny. I am impressed that she is in such a love bubble that she's like, you know what? I'm going to keep calm. I'm going to carry on and I'm just going to, you know, Louie and I are going to move forward and I'm not, I'm not going to lose my cool yet. Um, Cause we see her throwing drinks at Margaret later this season, but I was really impressed that she was able to keep composure and kind of enjoy her party and stuff like that. But the Teresa Volcano is a Bruin. We oh, know it, we know it always happens. She has a big blow up and we're just waiting for her. Vesuvius, Vesuvius and Teresa. And I feel for Joe Gorga because I, I get why the girls are defensive of their father, of Joe DJ. I get it. But I understand more how Joe Gorga is like, he ruined my sister's life. He ruined your lives. He she put my mother in an early grave. Yes. He completely dismantled our lives for such a long time and didn't take responsibility for it. He went, he literally fled to Italy. I mean, he didn't have a choice, but he fled. To, he fled. <laughs> he was <laughs> exported. No. Um, uh, um, oh God. Uh, ex- 
not expedited, but he was um he was uh, deported basically. Deported. Uh, that there is, is there is a word. word that we're not thinking. No, of. No, it that, is deported. He was deported. Yeah, but there is an extradite or a, there's a word that we're not thinking of that does mean the same exported. thing. Exported. Our America's top export is Joe Gorga. Yeah. Oh well, Joe Joe Gorga sex toys. But um, <laughs> he he bailed and he's not around. You know what I mean? I get why Joe Gorga feels the way he does, and he's been silent since the reunion and has agreed not to say anything. I think that Gia and the girls have to, I think maybe when they get a little older, maybe they'll see. They'll realize. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, I feel bad. But, ooh, yeah, it was, I got very stressed out having Louis come to the party and act like everything is hunky-dory. And I agree with Margaret. Who's that, hunky-dory? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I completely fucking forgot about that. Kathy Hilton, you're a fucking god. But I, I do think that Margaret is right that he just needs to put the gabosh on it. Obviously, there's way more uh, skeletons in that closet, but he does need to just, if he just said, you know what, guys, this was a thing that I did to purge myself of all these bad habits and all these bad things that I did in my past and to kind of um, ask for forgiveness and all this stuff. Like, he just needs to address it so that people stop talking about it. Yeah. Because that's what everyone's talking about right now. Everyone's talking about it. I don't know. Yeah, it's... I'm thrilled that they're back. I'm it's a little nervous a about season. the Dolores and Jackie fight that looks like is going to happen. I mean, Dolores, I think, is at her breaking point, and we know she's no longer with David. She has a new boyfriend, by the way. Oh, good. So I think I think we're going to see, basically, Dolores go through it this season, and I think she's going to take it out I love her kids, by the way. They're so great. Honestly, like, they... I mean, all of the kids in Jersey so far that, like, we've seen, like, have been fantastic. They're yeah. all as crazy as their mothers are. But they're learning from their mother's mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> But no, Dolores' kids are, I mean, I forget the daughter's name, but the vet, Alexis? she's doing so well for herself. I, you know I won't forget I, Frankie's I know, name. Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but it does get me a little bit nervous that he's working for Louis and like him and Louis are getting me so close too. because I do think that, I mean, let's hope. What is Dolores' husband? Oh, Frank Sr. Yeah, Frank Sr. I was like, what's his name? Let's hope that Frank Sr. is guiding Frankie in the right direction because I can see Frankie taking on... Louis's persona and persona if he's working so closely with him because I do feel like Louis is this kind of person that can put a spell on someone and like bring you in by the way this is just so side note and I don't know if you've seen this I don't know how this popped up on my algorithm for TikTok but like evidently swingers use pineapples as like code to let other people know that they're swingers <gasps> so the whole time that this was like a pineapple party and she keeps talking about pineapple I'm like wait are they swingers? By the way, I don't know how this <laughs> my algorithm. I'm not trying to out myself as some like weird TikTok person. No, but but it's it popped so up. Funny because now that you say that, did you notice that like Bravo was showing like all of these new friends that Teresa has, like this girl and this girl and that girl, like that made me confused. I was like, why do we give a shit about these people? Maybe there's something there. Yeah. Again, we don't fucking know, guys. We're, we don't know. We're like, and please do not come for me for my algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your algorithm is that and like cooking videos and it's clean talk. I'm all, maybe it's because I'm on like clean talk and cooking and it's like, f like family and wives and like, they're like, oh, maybe you want to be a swinger too. And I'm like, no, I'm first of all, not married and I'm not in like, but our phones are definitely listening to us and just picking up like little words here and there. Yeah. So I, I don't judge. But great first episode. Love it. Thrilled to keep going. Thrilled to see the Jennifer uh, fight and outbursts continue. Thrilled to see who heard her say the bit about the pharmaceutical rep. God bless. It was brilliant. God bless Jersey. 
Where should we move to next? Uh, oh, let's, you want to do Salt Lake? Let's do Salt Lake. Salt Lake was good this episode because it, it like it started off a little slow, but then it really picked up at the end. And I think this is a big turning point for a lot of people in the cast. The alliances are definitely shifting and solidifying now. So it started off with the ladies breaking up into three different things to go do. Heather and Lisa went on a horseback trip. Meredith, Mary, and Jenny went to the spa. Mm-hmm. And Whitney and Jen went ATV riding, which killed us with the Whitney had the mud all over her face <laughs> and she turns to she goes does it look like I just ate ass oh my god I was cackling and then they just kept cutting Showing. to her face and she really did have a huge rim of dirt around her mouth I am sorry but that is just fucking brilliant editing and brilliant like I it just, was really I funny was the Whitney and Jen of it all was interesting. Not really much happened in that conversation that we didn't already know. Yeah. Their, their, their suspicions of Meredith are just sort of, you know, escalating rising. and they're rising. And I think Jen is just anyone who can, def- any way she can deflect and put heat on someone else. She's going to totally do, do it. A hundred percent. I really loved though, Heather and Lisa finally connecting and like seeing each other and having a really good conversation and it made me, I'm, again, I, I am Heather Gay. I'm Heather Dubrow. I, you know, I, I also see now with Lisa how she's gotten the short end of the stick in terms of the friendships because she really has tried to play both sides of the fence, which maybe isn't the best move, but to get kind of steamrolled by both Jen and Meredith is really unfair. And yeah. I can see Lisa starting to lose it a little bit. Well, you know, I've always loved Lisa and I totally get her mind. And like, I get trying to be everyone's friend and trying to like truly play. I mean, you were saying it was like manipulative because she's trying to see whose side she's going to land on. Which I do on. think it is a little. It is a little uh, bit. That's, yeah. But at the same time, she is really loyal to all these people in their own way. Like she is trying her best to be loyal to Jen. She is trying her best to be loyal to Meredith. These are people that are very important in her life. And it's like, how can she be friends with all these people when they're so, and she, she feels pulled in every direction and it must be so tough. Well, And she keeps bringing up with, with, with Mary and Meredith and Jen, something, a phrase that she said a couple times this episode was cycle of abuse. She, I feel like she's like, I'm getting yelled at every single time I try to talk to these women about what's going on between us. And, just trying to kind of mend fences in this group. I got Jen screaming at me. I get Meredith screaming at me. I got Mary screaming at me. Like, I don't know what to do at this point other than just laugh and try to move forward. So that I really understood. Well, my yeah. heart is softening for Lisa and I can't believe I'm saying that. No. And we really liked her at the end of this episode, but we'll get to that. Oh my but God. let's talk about the spa trip with Meredith, Mary and Jenny, because first of all, Mary weren't being fully clothed and massage. Like, I get people have their own comfortability with nudity and all of that, but like it is a little bit weird. She is the ultimate buzzkill. I don't understand why she's on the show if she's not going to share anything about her life. She's just not willing to open up whatsoever. And when people try to get her to open up, she goes for the jugular immediately. Well, I think the problem is, is I think she's afraid she's going to lose her church and all of her money because all of these secrets are being revealed. This is the thing, y'all. Reality TV, they get everything out of you. They you signed up people. for this. They, when you're in those confessionals, let me tell you, when you're in those confessionals, they are hours long and they break you down. Like I was in tears multiple times saying stuff that I didn't even realize I was going to reveal yeah. when I did Revenge Body. And it's, 
you like, and then you step back and you're like, oh my God, I did not know that was going to come out because it's like, it's so much. And people are going to do inspections on you. They're going to, especially on a show like housewives, like people are going to do the research. Like why would you go on the show? If you have so much to hide, Jen, Meredith, Mary, Jenny, Jenny, like all these people, like, are you stupid? It's so stupid. And I really did feel for Jenny in this moment in particular, because Mary apologized and the, way that you mend fences and you move on is you try to get to know people. And Jenny and Meredith were sharing about how, you know, their husbands are doing. It's completely logical for Jenny to go, Mary, how are you and Robert senior? Like what's going on? And for Mary to shut her down, say, fuck you. I don't know you. I don't want to share with you. And I'm going to remove myself. It's like, then why are you here? Why are you on the show? And why are you mystified that Jenny doesn't understand what's going on with the two of you? It, I really did feel bad for Jenny. No, I, I, I feel bad for her in this moment. In this because, moment, yes. Because I do think she was trying to make an effort with Mary, and Mary just shuts everyone out. And it, at the end of the day, like, if you're not going to participate in the group and you're not going to at least try to be everyone's friend, like, obviously you guys aren't all that close. It's a reality show. They put you guys together in this situation. You're a cast. And the only way you survive on a reality show is you own your shit. Yeah. To a certain extent. And then leave a little bit of us, leave a little bit for us to find out. Because, like, that just makes good TV. We get to... The Cinco de Mayo dinner. The Cinco de Mayo dinner, which Meredith almost won't go to. She pulls Whitney into the room and goes, Whitney, I know this is going to be very weird and put you in an odd place, but the gentle, the federal government that she has no assets to her name. If she paid for this party... I can't go. By the way, this is not a bad impression of Meredith. Like, well done. I'm actually kind of impressed. I've really been trying on my Meredith Which, impersonation. Which, let me just say, I actually, in at the beginning, I was like, okay, honestly, not completely unfair for Meredith to say. Because it does get, st- that is totally fair for her to yeah. mention and get, you know, Whitney, you know, clarifies, no, I think the husband's paid for all of this. I think Jen just organized it moving on. But then we sit down. Jen gives them the snowflake necklaces, which I completely forgot about, which she absolutely did buy before she got arrested, yes. which she did buy with her own money and Stu's money. And <laughs> Meredith's Stu. like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. And why would you take it? I love Whitney being like, um, uh, hello. That's literally exactly what you were talking about five minutes ago. And this is the problem with Whitney, who I adore. Whitney is on the right side most of the time. And she has all the facts and figures. And she really does put it together in her confessionals. But every time we have to have like a confrontational moment with the group where Whitney has to fucking like call people out, she's had just a little too much to drink where she one shot over. And she can't thread the needle. It's really frustrating because I just want Whitney to just nail it with everybody and just there were just misfires after misfires at this dinner. I have to say it did make me laugh when Mary was like, I'm going to go inside cause I'm cold. And Whitney's like, can you bring up, can you bring out some blankets? And Mary just goes, no, probably no, not. She goes, probably not. And just gets up and walks away. I was like, honestly, it's hilarious. Why are you so nasty? And God bless Heather gay. God yes. bless her for saying, fuck you for, t- uh, for talking about the fact that I don't have a husband. What does that have to do with anything? You married a step-granddaddy. Where do you get off talking about husbands? It was brilliant. It was brilliant. And this, again, my heart thought even more for Lisa during this dinner because she is getting railed by Mary, by Jen, and by Meredith. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And Meredith, I'm sorry, like, and I know Whitney tried to drive this point home and it just didn't work, but... 
How can you sit there time after time and hear Mary say all the shit about everybody and then just cross your arms and go, well, that's just how she feels. But when anyone else has anything to say, it's like fireworks and blood and venom and like you're ready to kill. Because I Meredith, like I said before, has hitched her wagon to the wrong horse and she's has to sit in that. Like it's 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 so upsetting to see her just be like so I hope Andy comes for her at the reunion and goes like who are you we don't know who are you gonna be are you gonna be this like love and light like respect and grace that you try to perpetuate or are you gonna be real with us it's all your shit fake okay I've got I gotta go for it I'm gonna let you have your moment because I know you want to go off we are getting into the hot mic moment (laughs) which I just want to say Lisa's hot mic mic moment I had no idea about until it came out like middle of last week, right before the episode. Mm-hmm. Did I not say all of these things on the podcast last week? Her family is fake. She's a liar. She's literally her and her husband's relationship is a lie. They have no money. Like literally all of the things I said, Lisa like revealed was true for us in this episode. I got to say, I say it every time I can sniff a snake and I know when people are not good people. If I do not like someone, trust me, they are a bad person. Like you, I've shown you, you know, this is no, true. I, I can, you got a good intuition. about My it. intuition is just so right. Like I can just, even through the TV screen, I can read an aura. I can, I can read as I can read a person. Absolutely. And again, Meredith at the beginning of the season had some good legs to stand on. I understood where she was coming from as we get further down the line though. And she's digging her heels in and just is trying to be so self-righteous. It's not a good look. And Lisa, the hot mic moment is maybe one of the best moments I've ever seen. It was so on good. Housewives. It was so good. I love that she went off and it's like, she knew that she was mic'd. And then she takes off the mic and goes, here, have your mic back. She knew exactly what she was doing. She's like, if she, if Meredith is going to bury me, I'm burying her. I'm done holding yeah. on to her secrets and I'm done defending her. It was mwah, chef's kiss. It was so, so good. Uh, I just felt, I got to say, I just felt so validated and I just am so happy. <laughs> and I'm happy that people are finally like getting on Team Lisa because I've been Team Lisa since the beginning. I it's... am, I am, I am currently drafting a treaty to, um, to be at peace with Lisa. I'm glad. I'm very <laughs> glad. Welcome, welcome. You and Heather, welcome to the squad. Yes. I, no, it's truly <laughs> like my heart, wherever Heather Gay's heart goes, my heart goes with it. I love that. Truly. Well, um, it's going to go to a meatball sub. You got to watch that lunch video. It's just brilliant because they don't even talk. She orders the sub. She's like, I'll have um my regular, like the meatball sub. And they like bring it, like delivery guy brings it over. And she's just like licking her fingers, oh, eating the God. chips. I don't know why I watch people eat, but it was like. <laughs> You're kind of a freak. I don't know why either. <laughs> it was just, it was kind of fun to watch. Um, Before we get to OC, do you want to do a quick little detour to Summer House? Yeah, let's, let's hop to the Hamptons real quick. Okay. This Alex guy, let's just start with this because his one line that he starts the show with, he's like, yeah, I got to look good 24-7. Like, you know, kudos to those guys in the Marvels movies who's got to do it for six months, but I got to look good year round. My mom told me to stay humble, but like, I can't do that in a job like this. Like, yeah, ugh, he's vomit. clearly a freshman at his first year of reality TV school. It. It's, He's going to be a one and done. I'm telling you right now. I mean, we'll see. I'm going to give him the season, but it's not, it's not a good start. I'm, it's I a do rocky like start. Um, I'm really glad that Amanda and Kyle were able to sit down and have a heart to heart about their relationship. I'm really proud of Amanda for digging yes. her heels in and going, no, this is not a, a we thing. This is a you thing. 
I'm doing my part by going to therapy and by telling you how I feel. And you just don't like the fact that I'm pointing out that you use alcohol aggressively and irresponsibly as a release for whatever stress you're going for through. $2.5 million loan, which is a lot of money. No, it was for something. Oh, sorry, 4.2. It was, yeah, it was twice that much. And I get that is stressful and starting a business that, but like Amanda's totally right. She's being a good partner by telling you, you got to find a different way to de-stress because I like imagine getting married and having children with someone yeah. who's doing this is not a good look. That was a great point. She was like, I don't want to have to worry about when we have children, if you're going to continue this behavior Like me at home with like a pair of twins and all alone, like drowning in parenting while you're off and at 1am like doing God knows what around the corner at some bar. It's like, you can't, gaslight me and make me think that that's not an unreasonable thing to get worried about. Yeah. And I think she did reach Kyle at the end. I think, you know, him breaking down and kind of seeing it, but like, I really need Carl. I'm hoping Carl comes in at some point this season and holds up a mirror. It was so great to see him be like at six months sober of t- like since today. And like, I love to see her just like jumping on and She's like, yeah, six months. <laughs> like, and I was like, okay, girl, like we get it. You want to like climb his body up and down, like join the club. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I really hope Carl kind of intervenes and I mean, him and Kyle have had a couple conversations. I mean, they did this episode. I think they're going to have them more. I really think that he's going to be like, dude, like you can work for this company like I am and not drink. Like you can still sell this. Like it's still a great product for people who want to enjoy the beverage and you can as well. But like, you need to learn that like there's a limit. And like, if you can't control yourself when going to that limit, then it, maybe it's a time to step, well, and a step back. Well, I hear all the time from like all these successful, all these successful liquor companies, the people at the helms of them, most of them don't drink. Well, it's like or a they dr- are very, very cautious about. It's like a drug dealer. The drug dealer never oh. uses their own supply. Oh. Like you can't do the drug that you're selling. Unless you're real on Euphoria. Okay. Well, like don't spoil things for me. Okay. Sorry. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like if you're like drug dealers don't do the drugs that they're selling for the most part. Like that's like successful ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm like sorry. Me. Like where I would love <laughs> me being like, a, like a voice in the drug dealing yeah, business. I'm like, I'm like as a voice so in the community, you know. like you have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I understand the law. You don't like smoke I, your own supply. <laughs> okay. What I'm trying to say. Sure. <laughs> Man, you are on one today. February is bringing out quite a February. <laughs> um, okay. I guess the other big thing that we need to talk about is the love triangle between Paige, Craig, and Andrea. And let me just say from the get-go, I am fully changing teams. I am fully on Team Andrea now. At least what we're seeing on TV, I see a guy who really respects women. He has a deep love for his grandmother and his mother. He treats Paige very well, and he's been very open and honest about his feelings and his intentions. Then Craig shows up looking like shit, acting like shit. I'm I'm really not a fan. These Southern Charm boys get away with murder, and Paige has As got they to, have for years. I know, and I just I really wish Paige would see it and take the rose colored glasses off and just see what's in front of her. Also, one thing I we are gonna talk. This isn't a love triangle. This is a love square, and I'm gonna get into oh, that in a moment. Oh yes, you're so because right. Because I was freaking out. But 
I, uh, the Kristen they're talking about is Kristen Cavallari, right? Yes. Okay, sorry. They just continue. couldn't say her name. Continue, continue, continue. But like, yeah, it's the Kristen is the Kristen we all know. And like Paige says, she's like, it's really hard because I love her. It's like, who doesn't we? Paige, is, Paige and I are the same age. We're both 29. And it's like, that's what we grew up on was, I grew up on the hills. I know you've never seen it. I, yeah, I didn't get, I mean, it's so funny because I'm from Southern California, but I never got on that train. Oh my God. My senior thesis was literally on relationship theory and the hills. Oh, like Jesus I literally Christ. watched every. Every single episode and used it as sources oh, for my God. senior thesis. Okay. Which is like, did I go to a real school? I don't know. Ask Stassi. But <laughs> that that literally just says it all. Hey, Continue. Heather Heather Dubrow's son is going to be an LMU lion, which is, makes me very happy. It was his number one dream school. I know, but we've talked about it so, on the pod. But there must be something about Craig, and I think maybe we'll see it eventually. There's got to be something this season that pushes the, the dial – of Paige a hundred percent to Craig because I think what they're doing right now honestly is fine like he's dating other people she's dating other people I know Andrea is full in on Paige and that makes me feel really sad because that must have literally been a pit in his stomach the entire time she was talking about Craig Craig was there like Mm -hmm. I would feel sick to my stomach if I was like you know in love with someone and like hooking up with them and then like they bring someone else to like the house that I'm staying at with them for a weekend. And I'm like, oh, well, last weekend we were together. Like it makes you go crazy. Absolutely. And I, I love that Andrea pulled Craig aside to have like a conversation, conversation with him. Because they're friends. But, and Craig like just seemed like he wanted to deflect and didn't really care about Andrea anymore, which broke my heart. And then I'm sorry, but the way that he spoke to Paige at the end of the episode so gaslighting and gross. gross. Yeah. And I, I think Lindsay genuinely was trying to be a good friend. So helpful. No, Lindsay had the right intentions and I, I don't think she handled it the wrong way at all. No, I think she did. She's like, listen, like I, I'll be honest with you. It's come up and this is what's been said and I don't want to lie to you. And I think that's totally fair. And yeah. I, Craig to, to go after the two of them like that Paige and Lindsay. I'm like, okay. Yeah. He's like, Lindsay is stupid. Lindsay always has got a problem. And it's like, no, Lindsay at this point is talking to your best friend and she, was thinking that Austin was hooking up with Kristen like we all did. I thought Austin and Kristen See, and I didn't even know about any of this at all. So this oh my was God. all news to me watching I this I was episode. deep in this news. Because like there was, <laughs> it's all about, I'm all about it. Um, but everyone thought Austin was with Kristen and Craig was with Paige. And to find out that Craig was actually the one that was with Kristen Cavallari is insane to me. When like, again, Craig is talking about how he's owning it. And then when Paige is asking him just like cold, hard questions, he's like, uh, 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 he can't talk no. about it. He's yeah. also an idiot. God bless yeah. him. But uh, I mean, Craig has always had his issues, but I think, I think this might be a turning point for him. And I think we might see him really step I hope up. so. Cause Paige deserves the world and, and I don't like it. And they honestly looking at them now, like with, I mean, from social media, which we know isn't 100% always true, but, like, it looks like he really takes care of her and he really does adore her, which is all that she really wants. And I think as much as Andrea is doing the same thing right now, I feel like something is going to happen this season. I'm, and his, yeah. His his old ways are going to come back. I Because I know this guy. I know this guy who 
is a total F boy and does his thing, gets you looped in, you move away, like you pull away and they're like, Oh, I really want you. I'm going to be all about you. I'm going to be this one guy like this. You have to understand. Oh, I love you. Blah, 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 blah. And then something happens and they go back to their old ways and they're like, Oh, well this is me. Like, you know, like you're not doing what you said you were going to do in the relationship. Like I put myself out there for you. And like, now you're, you're, you know, acting this way and like total gaslight. It's going to yeah. happen. Like, I know, like, as much as I, I get right now, I am on also, like, Andrea's side. I know him. I've I've experienced him in my no, life. No, you make a very like, good point. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, um, I'm going to be keeping my eyes open for sure. All right. Should we, uh, mo- should we move on? Should we finish off with? Oh, oh one, one more thing. Oh, go for it. One go more thing it. about yeah, Summer yeah. House. Uh-huh. I love Maya. I loved oh, when. Oh, I do too. She's great. I loved when she was like. I don't need to leave the summer with a man, but a clean sink and a clean dishwasher, the simple things. I was like, girl, <laughs> no, girl I me too. I am that girl that is cleaning up after everyone's gone to sleep. I really am. So I really like her a lot. Should we, should we now move to OC? Yeah. You Mexico? know, I know I keep saying this, but it is so, it feels just so good that the original OG OC is back in like rare form. Like, back to basics. Like, I really love this cast. And I think that this is just such a great... I'm glad that we're back to, you know, the prime. We've got Shannon and Heather, who, Shannon, we didn't really see this episode, but she had a very Shannon Bedore moment at the dinner. But, like, it's good to have them kind of playing their roles that they're really great at playing. The two pillars who have been here for a minute. It's great to see the dynamic duo of Emily and uh, Gina. They've replaced, you know... Tamara and Vicky in the best way. I we agree. needed a dynamic duo again, and these two have really filled that role. I really like Jen. I do too, and I feel it made me feel so bad for her this episode. And we know that she's going to have more issues with her husband, which we'll get into. And then you've got the villain, Noella. It's perfect. It is really perfect. Uh, yeah, Noella. I, 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 I just my my anxiety goes through the roof when she's on screen. She's just such a loose cannon. And I, you know, at least Kelly Dodd was a little more predictable. Noella, it's so clear that she is every moment trying to figure out, like, Mm. how can I get to the top of this pyramid? Yes. How can I, like, who do I need to screw over? Who do I need to throw under the bus moment to moment? What do I need to to do? I mean, I totally get the passing out in like a sauna hut, which by the way, I, that is so something I would do not, not passing out, but like doing the, like the spiritual sauna, whatever I sign me up. Oh, like I wouldn't show up hungover and I would show up hydrated and, and f- had a little bit of food in my system to make sure that like I'm prepared. Yeah. But, oh, I'm, I'm sign me up. No, a hundred percent. I'm with you on that. That sounds like something so much fun, but I've been to like, I went to like a Korean spa in LA with some friends and we went out to lunch before and we had like a couple margaritas. And so I went into one of those saunas like a little bit drunk and I went blind for like five minutes. <laughs> Wait, what? So I got in there. And Very gets, casual about this temporary blindness. Yeah. Like, so I got like really hot because it's really hot in there. And is I was it like, really? Oh my God. No and, my old roommate Kelsey was still getting her massage so I was like I'm just gonna go in the sauna by myself and like I it was so overwhelming that like I started getting really dizzy and like I got lightheaded and I was like I'm gonna pass out so I got myself out of the sauna and like as I like exited like I couldn't see a thing and I literally had to like (laughs) 
put my hand on the floor and like feel my way to one of like there was like like beds on the floor like there and I literally felt my way to a bed and just laid down and I couldn't see anything so I closed my eyes and I finally opened them and I was like I could see again but like it's traumatizing if you, like, you're if you that happens. So I get why she hyperventilated. Well, and, and Emily a panic and attack. her have both had some traumatizing things happen to them in the past. Yeah, and I and haven't fully processed them. So I totally get them having a really you know huge moment. I think Gina, although she's been through some stuff has had closure and has processed. So she didn't have as intense uh, feelings as they did, but that was sort of the only like nice moment that Noella had this episode. Yeah. And also I got to say when they were all sitting on the beach, Emily, really Oh my God, Emily, I love you, but, and I'm so glad that you called yourself out for being an asshole, but like, Gina is trying, Gina it truly was middle management this episode, trying to please the boss that is Heather, but also trying to deal with the worker that's going rogue. Like, no, no wonder she doesn't want to be a middle, middle management, but you threw Gina under the bus so bad. And like, you gotta, also, gotta cut that out. Noella, you think you're gonna be invited on the private jet back when you flew yourself here? And you weren't, again, you weren't invited initially. You were invited because Heather wanted to mend As fences. Emily let her know. <laughs> As Emily let her know. Oh, did you know that? Did you know that you were a pity invite? It's like, Jesus Christ, Emily. Why? And, you know, when they get to, when they get to the dinner... Like, it's so calculated that Noella, you know, Noella's talking to Shannon. Like, goes, yeah. oh, that's so weird what happened with Gina and Emily last night. Like, Gina's the ringleader. Like, Gina clearly was the one reason why they got up. Like, well, whatever. They come back and she goes, Shannon, I don't know what you're talking about. We and Gina are totally fine. We're totally friends. Like, Shannon, what's wrong with you? It's like, and Shannon with her big sombrero on is like, wait a second. Did I just get whiplash? Like, <laughs> yeah. I thought I was helping you, but I guess I'm not. Like, I'm going to the bathroom. Like, this is ridiculous. Uh, Noella, and then again, with you, I'm sorry. Noella needs to learn that like no one's scared of Heather. They're scared of you because you're a loose cannon and you you literally have a split personality problem. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but you're never gonna beat Heather. Heather has it all. She's gonna like bring you down a notch every time you try to step to her. And you trying to throw the like card game incident back in her face with her kids like. You're trying to win a losing battle. Exactly. That's the, that's the thing is Noella thinks she is like on Heather's level. And it's like, girl, no, you are at the bottom of the pyramid, sweetheart. I did love when Shannon was like, hello, I'm here. Do I have to scream? And Heather's like, that was loud. Shannon Bedore. (laughs) You have the floor. Shannon Bedore. (laughs) Shannon Bedore, you have the floor. I just, I love, I love Emily, by the way, like reaching that line of like, if I cross this line, I'm going to get angry and belligerent. I'm going to toe the line and just be fun. Emily, the three shots. She's just got three to four four shots is where she Five to six. She goes evil Emily, but I know, you know, you got to learn your limits. Kyle, but, but I'm sorry, you bought a, um, back to Noella, you bought a gift that you didn't even read. You didn't even inspect it. You just, you just wanted to play the gay card and you wanted to, you know, throw that in Heather's face. And so, and make you seem like you're this, you know, great, but like she said, this by this bisexual biracial liberal who's so woke and you wanted to give her this gift, but you, but you did it so carelessly and yeah. it was clearly a calculated move. There, it wasn't sincere. You weren't trying to be kind and generous. You were trying to make a move. There are so many other LGBTQIA inspired gifts that she could have given 
her if she really meant to be you know thoughtful and exactly like there are there are so many other things she could have given her to like make this connection getting a deck of sex cards is insane insane like and you didn't even read them and immediately noella completely she again she flips into a different personality and goes oh my god i had no idea and she won't let heather say her piece and it's like, can we be done? Are we done with this? Are we over this? It's like, no, we're not because you no. won't shut the F up. I don't know. Well, Heather has a beautiful house coming. That lot and everything. $15.5 like, million. Dollars, like what I would not give. That yeah. I can't. I just don't. I don't. I can't fathom having that much money. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. And again, I love that. The only 15.5 is seen is $15 and 50 cents. Uh, that minimum wage, baby. And that's the thing is. That's I, not minimum wage. No, but. I know it's more <laughs> than minimum wage, but that's the thing is like Heather really does. I mean, at least in my opinion, Heather does handle her wealth and like how much she has. Like, I think she handles it well in terms of like, does she, I don't think she throws it in your face and she's she, she does she does a good job of 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 throwing it in your face without making it look like she's throwing it in your face yeah she's still flaunting her oh, wealth totally. pretty exorbitantly but but, oh absolutely but she's very good at being like oh yeah i just this is just how it is you know it, but the humility with which she does it is very the humility with no, which she does whether, it whether it's calculated or not which i think it is a little bit it's just it's very i'm impressed <laughs> i'm very impressed is what i'm trying to say it's like i'm impressed with the way in which heather maneuvers all of that i have a very different take on this and because i like this tawny girl <laughs> i like her the the girl that's uh, that they met up with in cabo she seemed nice we didn't get to see that much of her but she seems sweet. I'm sorry. I'm still floored that you think the humility and humble are words <laughs> no, to describe I'm, Heather no, Dubrow. No, I don't. I think that she, I, again, I admire the way with which she tries to use those qualities to make it seem like she's very nonchalant about her wealth is what I'm trying okay. to say. I think um, that, there we go. I wrap that up in a nice okay. little bow for you. All right. And I really do feel bad for Jen. I, yeah, I can imagine that the only other solution to her leg problem is having a full-blown reconstructive surgery, surgery, which I understand in her mind she can't do because she has a f- husband and children to support yeah, and a business to run. And her and Ryan are in such a weird place that like he's being so unsupportive and so yeah. cold and obtuse. Her calling him while she was on the elliptical and was like, Oh, like I, you know, I just need someone to talk to. I just need support. And he's like, "Well, tomorrow's a better day." Like you wouldn't, you like you can't stay and on the he phone. He wouldn't say, "I and, love you" at the end. Yeah, it's just like take care. Like whoa, like total. I get that maybe he's busy with the kids and d- dealing with the household and all of that, but takes five minutes to just say, "Hey, I understand this is hard." Do you need do you need to come home? What do you need from me? How can I help you? Do you need a doctor's appointment? Like, do you just want to talk it out? Not just like, well, tomorrow's better day. I would day. do that Take for care. like my friend. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. I would just be have some basic empathy Courtesy. for a friend or a, or an acquaintance. Even I would have way more warmth for like a person I just met than Ryan had for Jen in that moment. It was, I don't know they, about an acquaintance for me, but well, no, but I I just I found it so bizarre. Yeah, and maybe oh, I hate to say, but maybe this is one of those things. You know, we 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 see a lot of women come onto the show with their husbands to get divorced. Yeah. They like bring stuff to air to make sure that to they either can save get it out or of. to sink it. And yeah. maybe it looks like this is going to be a sink situation. Oh, I know. And it, again, I really like her. So it makes me sad. Yeah. I, I do think she is. She's a good new character. 
I, I, I hope to see more of her. I hope to get more into her story. And I think she's just got a good head on her shoulders and she's like a hard worker. And she's like, I know she's very monotone and kind of like, uh, she may seem boring to people, but like, I like that she's kind of that steady ground of the women. Cause this is a, a group of big old personalities. So it's nice to have, yes. it's nice to have a little bit of like, breath of fresh yes and i'm i am really glad that people are starting to really open their eyes to noella even emily who's been trying to be her ride or die is like oh god what did i do gene i think will be a full convert to team heather i think she's done trying to appease noella and trying to make things nice which i would be as well yeah i i think there are other villains out there in orange county that don't act so radically crazy. I, you know, again, I, I really want to bring back orange County. I really want to bring back Tamara and Vicky. No, I think well, I we're really going to, we're going to see them. Well, I don't well, know. We're, about we're about to see them both on the ultimate girls trip part two. Yeah. Do you heard Dorinda said it's a, it's a shit show. I mean, when Brandy, is it not a shit show at Bluestone Br- Manor? It's Brandy. Well, I guess Brandy makes a comment about dead husbands because oh, Jill, Dorinda, Taylor Armstrong. Oh my God. They uh, all have dead husbands. And someone else, uh, there's someone else on the cast and I can't remember. So I apologize, but they're all talking about like their dead husbands. And Brandy, I guess makes a comment that's get over very it. insensitive. Probably get over it. Like dead husbands club or something. Yeah. Like, Oh God. And it's like all of those women have had, I mean, we're not going to talk about, we don't talk about Taylor Armstrong's husband. <laughs> no. Russell, no, no. We but like, but like regardless, what a traumatizing thing to happen exactly. to Taylor. And I mean, Bobby and and Dorinda's husband and... John was his name, right? Yeah, no. John. Like the red balloon. Oh, oh, the red balloon. I always think of the red balloon. Oh my God. But Bobby. Oh, don't Brandy. talk about Bobby. Like, yeah, no, we don't talk about Bobby that way. No, no. No. <laughs> we no, do not. No, no, no. We're on an Encanto. We watched Like the again. rest of the world, we're on an Encanto uh, trip right now. But yeah, I, I I think there's other brands of crazy for OC. I think they just again Noella was a good try, but it's too much, too much. We can find other people. <sighs> yes. Well, I'm still waiting for Gina Keo to come back. <laughs> okay. Well, keep <laughs> waiting. So y'all, we are uh, into February. So glad New Jersey's back. Um, uh, I know it's still a month away, but the old lady gang uh, candy episode episodic series i'm so excited for that and uh i think we're done yeah we've mentioned it all we mentioned it all i haven't said that in a second well great because i uh i have a doctor's appointment for my knee that i need to run off yeah to. we'll hobble off to yeah tiny tim over here has been having some little knee trouble i know but thank god i think we're gonna get some answers today we're thinking it's bursitis like but we'll find okay. out <laughs> wow full medical history on according the podcast. to google we think it's bursitis but okay, we will find to, yeah webmd has been really helpful with this one <laughs> yeah so that or stroke we'll find out okay you definitely have had multiple of those so let's we're gonna sign off if you aren't already make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening to whether that's soundcloud stitcher google play music itunes or spotify also we're on social media by searching hot and bravo that's at h-o-t in b-r-a-v-o-d and we will see y'all next week have a great week y'all adios